Today's daf is daf Kuf Ches from the 18th line. Boy Ravina, as we learned for Achim Kol Beis Yisrael and Asur Matzar Veshivya, and for the Chayal Maos Ben Varda Vora. Varda Vora, yeah. Boy Ravina, the 18th line. Boy Ravina. Now, what have we learned till now? That <clears throat> a couple things about Kefal. When do you pay Kefal? Either when you you um, acquired something through burglary. You, know, you committed a burglary, and then you were caught with Adam. Adam testified you burgled, you stole it. You have to pay kefal. No shvur necessary. If you were given it, uh, let's say you found it, or you were given it as a pikadon, uh, you're a shomer, and uh, the owner came and said, where is it? And you claimed that it was stolen. You claimed that it was burgled from you, and you swore. Then you have to swear. If you swear that it burgled from you, and then you were caught, Adam came and said that you did it, you ate it, you stole it, then you also have to pay kefal. Now, when you pay Karen Chomesh Asham, when you claim that it was lost or stolen, and then you admitted it on your own after you swore to that effect in court, you admitted it on your own, then you pay Karen Chomesh Asham. However, we learned in the last off and pre previous to that, that when you pay kefal, the you don't pay Chomesh, meaning one's included in the other. If you pay kefal, you don't pay chomesh. That's how it works. Kefal is double. Chomesh is 25%. Or 20, pardon? If you admit it, you bring your carbon. However, when you when you, when you you pay kefal, when there is an obligation to pay kefal, there is no chomesh there at all. The carbon is if you admitted it on your own. However, there are cases where you both admitted it and you were found to be a burglar. Both, if both Adam came along, then uh, you, you would pay the kefal. And you would possibly pay the bring the carbon, but you wouldn't pay the fifth because the chomish is included. You don't pay chomish and kefal. That's excluded. You don't pay both. So Ravina has this kasha. Boy, Ravina raises this question: chomish and kefal betray kavi. Let's say the Torah said if you pay kefal, you don't pay the chomish. That's included, so to speak. What happens if it's two different people? Chomish for kefal betray v'gefni. My, my, what's halacha there? Then what's the case? You gave your you gave your animal. You whatever to guard to watch uh, to two people, two people together. The Tarabotanuskana. Then they didn't have it anymore. You claim, uh, you claim where is it? They said it was it was stolen, it was stolen, it was burgled. Chadnish, but one swore to that effect. Behold, and then he was Moda, which means that he's responsible for, right? Karen Chomish for Asham, right? Yes, Chadnish, and one swore Ubo Adam, and then Adam came and said that he stole it. Or they stole it. Makes no difference. They stole it. He stole it. When Adam came. Now, the second for the first guy, he passed Karen Rachomish Vashem. The second guy swore that it was stolen. And Adam came and said he took it. So you pay careful there. My do you say When it comes to one person, if there's the same person involved, only one person. So the Torah said you don't pay Chomish and Kefel, you only pay the Kefel. But over here, the second guy pays Kefal because he swore falsely and he didn't admit it. And Adam came and said he took it. And the other guy pays Chomsha. Do you say that? In other words, when the Torah said you don't pay Chomish and Kefal on the same, is it because of one person? For one monetary obligation, on one monetary obligation, one thing was missing, stolen, lost, whatever, stolen. There the Torah said you don't pay Chomish and Kefal. 
But here is one monetary obligation that you have to pay. That's the question that he raises. Take and that question stands. The Torah, we've learned that you don't pay Chomish and Kapel. So that's the question. Let's say it was two different guys. That's right. Makes up pretty well. Right, right, right. Because the two people involved. Exactly. Makes up pretty well by that. Yeah, yeah. So that's the question. When when don't you pay your chomish and kapel when it's one when it's only one person or do you look at the one monetary obligation say even if it's two or three people no you don't do you don't do that now <clears throat> boy boy rapapa tray chumshi I mean you could take this further let's say there were three or four people that he gave it to they wouldn't all you know the cape there was one kapel obligation presumably for all of them together you know even if there would right you wouldn't. Or maybe the Chomish would be for each and every one. This question could be expanded. He's not sure about it. Maybe the Chomish you pay because he swore falsely. That's like you bring the Ashim for that reason. So maybe you'd have to bring that too. But the Kefal presumably is one Kefal. If you gave it to 10 people, they don't each pay Kefal. Presumably they all pay Kefal together. I think we had that question before. Boy, Rapapa, Trey Chomshi, O Trey Kfile. Okay. So let's say the Torah says you don't pay Chomish and Kefal. What about two Chomishes or two Kefals, right? By the same person who swore falsely each time Adam came, this sort of touches on what we just said. If it was, a, if it was, this, it was a separate action. How? What's the case? My, what would you say there? First, he asked boy Papa, what happens if he had two chomishes or two? Now, the truth is, we answered this question before because we had the other day that you swore falsely, you admitted it, then you swore falsely again, and you admitted it each time you pay kefa. So we are, you already have you, you bring a chomish from each one. We had that before. Remember, you can pay chomish many times. Adds on, adds on. Not only if, if you deny the Chomish, you know, you swore false about the Chomish, deny the whole thing. We had that case before. We're going to bring it up again. So you do. So the answer to this is already sort of res resolved already. The first question, do you pay Chomish and Kefa? We said you don't pay Chomish and Kefa. What about if it's two different people? Now, what about it's the same person, but two Kefals or two Chomish with one person? What's the case? He claimed it was lost. Right, now on the lost, you don't claim you don't pay kefal, you pay kerem chomish v'ashim if you admit it. So gonshaton tainus avad, he swore that it was lost. Vinishba, he swore v'hodni was motive to that. V'chazavaton tainus avad vinishba v'hoda. So here it's not even a question of kefal; it's a question: Do you pay chomish twice? You admit it even because you chomish uh, the kerem chomish v'ashim you pay on any admission, whether it was uh, avad or or uh, burgle. Inami, or the question about Kefal, you swore that it was <laughs> stolen, right? Vinishman, you right, you claimed that it was stolen, you swore to that effect. Ubo Adam, and Adam came After Adam claimed and said, You stole you, you claimed again that it was stolen from you. Adam claimed and said, You contradicted the Adam, and you said again, no, it was stolen, Vinishba. Why would you do that? Tosis brings down that the, the, the whole pro, this whole case is a little bit problematic because. In the case of that, once you once you were caught, it's already you know you're responsible for it anymore. The second one wouldn't work as well, so the question is a little bit strange. And and the first the toasts before that toasts ever Maskelton claims that we've already answered this question before, as we've seen that it, maybe the questions were asked independently. In any case, uh, the question that comes up: Could you be high of two chomishes twice for the same the same person be high of twice chomish or twice ganav? Ganav is a little bit more problematic. Even toasts doesn't come up with a good answer. But let's say, could, in theory, could you have twice, you know, two times Chomish or two times uh, Kefal on the same monetary obligation? Uh, do you say, do you say, 
the Torah says that two types of money, of monetary restitutions you don't make, meaning you don't make Chomish. Chomish is one kind of monetary restitution. Kefal is another one. We don't do that. So you don't do two different kinds. On one, on one obligation, you don't pay two different kinds of restitution, meaning 25% and the kefal. But here it's one type of restitution. It's either it's either the Chomish or the Kefal. You don't make two two kinds of money rest, monetary restitutions on the same monetary obligation, no matter what, even if they're the same kind. It's two different kinds of restitutions. So we're going to bring a proof. The Amar Rava, we had this really in a different way before. Amar Rava, Hamishi, so Yosef, Olav, Atora, Ribsa, again, since he emphasized the Hamishi, so the extra 25% or 20%, depending how you look at it, uh, even for one obligation, if you denied it and then you denied it again, you admitted it, you denied it, you admitted it, you denied it, admitted it, denied it, admitted it, you got to pay 25% each time. So at least the Torah, at least the Gemara resolved it in terms of the, the Chomish. Chomish can be played several times. Can you extrapolate from there and say Kefal several times? Hard to do that because of uh, Tosis, uh, Tosis points out that once you were found by the Adem, you swore that it was stolen. And they said, no, you have it. So you have to pay Kefal now. Now you swore again. Now you swore again uh, that that, that Chor would not make you Kefal because now you're responsible for it. You return it. Return it plus the Kefal. If you don't return it, you got to pay the, uh, there's no Kefal on that. Kefal wouldn't necessarily work. That's how Tosis understands it. But this case that we just brought down, you could bring Chamish we really had that the other day on Friday. We had that really before. Could have resolved it from that case too. Let's say the owner. And we, what do we have here? We always have a mafkid. That's the depositor, the person who gave his item, shore, whatever, to the shomer to watch. And then he claimed, where is it? He claimed, you know, made a claim to the shomer. Where is it? Vinishba. And the Shomer swore that wasn't his fault, it's not here anymore, right? He swore, let's say, that it was stolen. Not his responsibility, he's a Shomer Chinam, And then the Shilang, you know what he said? I don't want to get involved in this anymore. You're upset with me, I'm going to pay it off. I'd rather, you know, don't. I don't want to go to court. First he swore, Tabu Baal the Shomer. And the Shomer says, it was stolen from me, legitimately, it wasn't my fault, it was stolen. Burgled from me, I'm not responsible. But then afterwards, he sort of felt bad, he says, okay, look, you know, it wasn't my fault, but I'm going to pay you anyway. And he paid him off. And now the Ganaf was identified. They found the Ganaf. The third person, right. In other words, he really he really was telling the truth. The Shomer says it was burgled for me. I, I didn't, you know, I did everything I could. I was a Shomer. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, irresponsible, wasn't negligent. It was burgled. In the middle of the night, somebody came and took it. Not my fault. But you know what? After, so he swore to that effect. And then he paid him off anyway. So I'll pay you. I, I don't want to. I don't want you to be, be upset with me. I paid him. Then the Ganif was identified, right? Now, when the Ganif is identified, you have to pay Kefal, right? Even if, even, even if, even if, in this case, there was really a Ganif. It wasn't a claim of Ganif, and and the Shomer was the Ganif. In which case, he has to swear to it. There was a real Ganif. There's a real Ganif. He pays Kefal as soon as as, as uh, Adam say that he was the Ganif. All right, so it's Ganif. Now. Who does he pay the kefal to? Kefal and me. Who pays? Who, who would you think he pays the kefal to? Hmm? 
The guy who painted the shomer, right? You have the mafkid and the shomer. So you think he was so two different ways to look at it. Abaya says Lavala because no, the mafkid still gets it. Obviously, he'd have to return the money that he paid to the shomer, right? The basic amount that the shomer paid, let's call it a hundred dollars to Karen, but the two hundred dollars, the extra hundred, who would get who would get that? So Abaya says the owner gets it, the mafkid. Why? Why? Because <clears throat> he didn't say right away. The Shomer, as soon as the claim was made to the Shomer, the Shomer didn't say, okay, here's the money. He, I'll pay you right now. He made him he made him, he made him go to court, made him take him to court, and in court he swore that it was stolen. So <laughs> since he made him go to court, the owner's not willing to give up his claim on the capo. Okay, I went to court. You swore you didn't you swore that it wasn't your fault. Okay, then you paid me off. But you paid me off. <laughs> it's still my item. I'm going to make the claim against the against the burglar when they found the burger. He, the burglar, <laughs> he, he wants to get the 200. He wants to get the cable. Since he, he troubled him, to, he troubled the, the shomer, troubled the, <laughs> the owner, took him to court, and he, there he swore in court that he didn't, uh, he wasn't negligent, that it was stolen. like Fela. The owner's not willing, so to speak, to give up his claim on the capital if the if the actual uh, burglar was found. In other words, what happened over here? He said, you stole, where's my item? The guy says it was stolen. I don't believe you. They go to court. And in court, he swears, the shomer swears that it was really burgled from him. So, but the owner is still upset because, you know, he doesn't have his item. The guy swore. Then they find the ganaf afterwards. The capital goes to the owner because you made me go to court. Had you paid me off right away, I would have said, okay, it's yours. But you didn't do that. Rav no. let me ship a cut net slope. looks at it the way you looked at it. The Shomer, the one who was holding, who was holding on to the show, to the uh to the you know, was guarding the item, keeping the Sheila, and since he paid Machlik Fela. Since he paid for it, once he paid for it, you know, it's like you go into a store, you broke it, you bought it, you know, you paid for it, he owns it. It's his, it's his uh the obligations now to him, and he gets the cable. So there's a machlokas here bit of by Rubba. Bai says the mafki gets it. Rubba says that the shomer gets it. The kamifki, but you get the mafkiyin, and they argue really in the implication of a mission that we have in Bab Metziah that we're going to quote here right now. The tnan a mafki it's a chaver behemokelim. You deposited something, you know, with a shomer, an animal or vessels or whatever. Venigdu osha avdu, and they were stolen, they were burgled, or they were lost. Shilem below ritzalish. But listen to this language here. If the Shomer decided to pay and he didn't want to swear, I don't want to swear anything. It really, they were stolen or lost, not my fault. But you know what? I'm just going to pay. And that's, he doesn't want to swear. He can fulfill his obligation just by swearing that he wasn't negligent, that he wasn't negligent, that it was a stolen or lost. He can fulfill his obligation, but he didn't want to, he didn't want to take advantage of that, uh, of that way out. And he just paid for it. Now they found the Ganaf. And if the Ganaf also, if he slaughtered it or sold it, pays four or five. It's, it's the one he pays to the Shomer. Pays to the Shomer this case. Now, this sounds like who like Rava, right? Rava says the Shomer gets it. Let's see. Let's understand. Let's say the other way around. He didn't pay it off. He just, I'm not going to pay. I, I, I wasn't negligent. It was stolen or lost. He swore to that. But they found the ganav. He pays to the owner. 
Abaya Daik Meresha. Adaya, Abaya makes his implication, makes his deduction from the Resha. Why? Because the right, we'll see what uh, we'll see what that means in a second. Abaya Daik Meresha, Rabba Daik Mesefa. Abaya Daik Meresha, from the Resha, we say over there that what? That who you pay the the, the Nifka, the Shomer, the Tony Shilem Lishba. He says if he paid, because he didn't want to swear. If he paid, he didn't want to say. He goes then the shomer gets it. Tamil Rosa because he didn't want to swear. But in this case, our case, where he first swore that it was stolen or lost, then they found, and then he paid. If he swore, even though he even though he paid, why? Because he's matriach, the owner, to go to court and all that to make the claim. That's how Abaya makes that implication. Rava Daik Mesefa. He learns from the Seifa. He deduces from the Seifa, right? The Ketani we learn, Nishba Velo Lasham. The Seifa said, if he swore because he didn't want to pay, uh, then who gets it? The uh, the owner gets it. Time Velo Lasham because he didn't want to pay. Hashilem. But if at the end he paid, Afpisha Nishba, even though he swore, says he paid the Yimsham Nishba. And that's a question how he died. So Labaya Kasha Seifa. What's Labaya going to do with the Seifa, which says what? Nishba Velo Lasham. If he swore, it goes to the uh, it goes to it goes to the Nishbab He goes to the uh, owner to the mafkid. But if he wanted to pay Ashile, but if he would pay, even even though he swore, who would get it? The the uh, the shomer would get it since he paid. What's Abaya going to do with the sefer? Amul Chabaya. How you have to learn the sefer? Nishbab If he swore first and he didn't want to pay first, yes. If he paid first, then I agree. But if he swore first. Before he made him, he made him take him to court. He made the he, he took the owner to court. He says, "I don't want to. I don't. I deny it." And he made him, and then he swore in court. He didn't want to swear first, even though he swore afterwards. Even I mean, even though he paid afterwards, but he didn't want to pay before. He first wanted to. He first swore. He didn't want to pay before he made the shvur. Hey, at the end he paid after the shvur, but since he took him to court, the mimashalavalvakon goes to the owner to the mafkid. The rava with Rava, you're going to have a diuk from the Rasha. What was Abayas uh, diuk from the Rasha? Because it says, Shilem Belorotza Lishba, right? Shilem Belorotza Lishba, he didn't want to swear. Hanishba, Basmethri swore, Afapisha Shilem, even though he paid, what's Rava going to do with that diuk? The Rava Kasha Rasha, Amulcha Rava, that's how you have to learn the Rasha. Shilem Belorotza Lamad Bishwasa. In other words, he swore first. He swore first. And, and if he paid and he didn't want to stand with his shvur, then El Shilem, and he paid after the Mimasham, the Misha Why? Because he didn't pay first. When you say over here that if he paid and he didn't want to swear, it goes, it goes to the, um, it goes to the, what did the Rasha say? The Rasha said, um, Shilem, I'm Shilem below Ratzelishba. So how does he, so, so you say over there, uh, uh, the Shilam Ratzel's time means so Abaya said why the reasons because he didn't want to swear right Shilam below Ratzelish but time below Ratzelish but Anishba but if he would swear off Bishu Shilam Shalom Baal the Kadim once he made him swear but Rava will say no that he had sworn before the Rava Kasherayshem Luchal Rava how can Shilam if he paid below Ratzel Mishvaso but but he had made a shvur before if he had sworn before then Rava's right Rava would say you know if he paid first then the Shomer gets to keep it. But if he stood, but if he uh, swore first, and what does it mean, Shilem below Rasa right? Shilem below Rasa below Rasa Lama So he didn't want to stand on his earlier Shvua, but now after he made the Shvua, he decided, Elishilem, 
once you've been Mishal, Misha Karnetsa, why? Because he had sworn first. So here, that's the issue over here. If you gave your, uh, your Pekad to somebody and he, and then afterwards he, um, he, he claimed it was stolen and he, uh, and he uh, paid for it and he didn't swear, right? So what happens over there? So it depends how you learn the case. The Bishop Garnett, so Abayah says, who, do, who gets to make the claim on the Kefa when they find the Ganap afterwards? That's the question. Abayah says it goes to Levala Bikadan. Why? Because you made him swear. You made him swear, so he didn't want to give up his claim. Rabba says, no, since he paid, that's good enough. Once you paid, that's good enough. I, the Mishnah, this is Mashma, that if you paid, it still goes to Levala Bikadan. That's where you swore first. But if you paid immediately, Rabba would say, if you paid right away, and you didn't, and you didn't make the guy uh, swear. Then you would be, uh, then you'd be, then you'd get to keep the kefil. So to Ubalim Lashon Vanishba Vashilim Booker Ganav Kefil and me. Abayi says the Gazlav Avlakon. Why? Because he made him swear. Rabbi says no. Even though, even though you swore, but it, since you paid eventually, uh, that's good enough. Lamishba Ganeslo. Why? Because like Rabbi said, Lamishba Ganeslo. Even the Shilai Makhlik Fail. Once you paid for it, that's good enough. And the and the Brisa or the the Mishnah. It's not really a kasha on on uh, because he says that Shilai means after you know he swore he didn't want to stand by his ring, but he paid anyway. Then you say that. Then he would get to keep it. In other words, if if you paid, even though you swore, but eventually you paid, according to Rava, you it goes to the Shomer. Meaning you paid for it, it's like you bought it, and now the claim of Kefa will be. The kefir would go to the shomer and not to the balpakon. So that's machlokas of ayin rabba. Another case, tabu balam. We're about ten lines down now, and I'm at base. Tabu balam shomer. The balam, the owner, claimed to the shomer, "Where's my item?" The nishba, and he swore that it was stolen. Whatever. Behokar aganaf, and the aganaf was identified. Now, now, once they identified him, they they said, "Okay, that's that's the guy." Tavu shomer. The shomer now went. The shomer who had sworn that it was really stolen from tavu shomer. Behoda, and he was moted to the Shomer. Moted to the Shomer. Is that a good hoda? Then Tavu Balam, and then the owner also claimed from him, Bekafer, and he denied it. They ate him, and they brought ate him. <laughs> now, here's the question. You pay Kefal or not? You pay Kefal. Now, uh, right? Who was to the Shomer and not to the Balam? Ah, exactly. He went to the Shomer. Tavu Shomer, when he went to the Shomer, the Shomer, he was moted to the Shomer, so he doesn't pay Kefal. To, to, you pay care of the chomish, right? But you don't pay, you don't pay kefal, right? And in this case, it's not even a case where he, he you know, he didn't, he, it's not even because he didn't swear anything over here. They found the ganav. The question is, would the ganav pay? Would the ganav pay kefal or not? And who would he pay to? Hooker, got a tabu the shomer, and he was motivated for the shomer. Okay, tabu violent, but when he, when the owner made the claim, after the shomer had already absolved himself by swearing, right? So now, now, now he denied it. The the uh, the the Ganif denied it, and then he brought Adam. Me nifter. In other words, just like the Ganif said to the Shomer, "Yeah, I did take it from you." But when the owner came to him, he says, "No, I didn't steal it." And then they found that he was lying. Is the Ganif potter from Kefal or not? Me nifter a Ganif. Uh, uh, yeah, pay pay for it, yes. But what is there Kefal involved? Because he was moted to the Shomer. See, moted Kanasas potter. If you catch a Ganif, right? Before he's come to court, he doesn't deny it. And he says, yeah, yeah, I did. I did burglar from you. Okay, so he's got to return it. Right? Like a goslin. There's no kefal. Kefal is when he denies it. And they ate him, claim and prove that, he, that he's a liar. And they force him to pay. So for here, 
The guy was murdered to the Shomer. When the owner claimed it from him, then the Ganav denied it. And then the Adam came, and the Adam would be Mechaev and Kefo. But he had already admitted it to the Shomer. Does that count? That's the kid. Huh? Pardon? He's willing to pay now. He's he, No, he didn't pay the Shomer. He didn't pay the Shomer. Or let's say he paid the Shomer. It doesn't make any difference. He might have paid the Shomer the original amount. But he, he was murdered to the Shomer. Right? He was murdered to the Shomer. Now the question is, uh, would he have to pay Kefo, though, for denying it to the Balaam? So, Tabu Balaam, the coffer of Adam. Mean if Shomer by being motored to the Shomer. Makes sense if he paid apparently or didn't pay. He's, he's motored that he owes it. That's what he would, but he was motored to the Shomer, but he wasn't motored to the Balaam. Oh, no, if Dragonabada Shomer or not. Omarabba, so Rabba says like this. This question was raised. So Rabba says, in Ba'emis Nishba, if the, the Shomer was telling the truth, meaning it turns out he was really telling the truth, it was really burgled from him. That means that the owner trusts the Shomer. And the Shomer is still, like, so to speak, working for him. So therefore, when the Shomer made the claim to the Ganav and the Ganav admitted it, then he's Potter, Nifter Aganav, because he was motor to the Shomer. The Shomer is still the representative of the owner. Both, right? The Nifter Aganav and the Shomer. In Beshekanish, but if he was lying, it really wasn't stolen from him. It was his obligation. It was his mistake. Whatever, he was negligent. If he was lying, right? Let's say he, or he says, let's say the animal... Uh, died on its own, or there was an accident, or it was uh, it, it was taken from me, uh, you know, uh, by by force, and then they found that it wasn't. It's simply that he's a liar. Now we would know that the guy wouldn't trust him, and he's not really representing the owner anymore. In Beshekinish, below Nifter Aganav, the Ganav is not Patzpukayf. In other words, the claim when the Shomer came to him and said, "You stole it from me," the Shomer was a liar. It wasn't representing the owner anymore, and therefore, when the when the Ganav was motivated, him, that doesn't count. And then when he was denied it from the Balaam, he would be Chayvikeful. That's what Rubba says. Boy, Rubba, but Rubba himself asked the question, let's say he was about to swear falsely, but they didn't let him swear. You know, his family said, don't swear, don't swear. He didn't swear. Now, what would you say there? You know, he says, if he was about to, if he swore falsely, then he doesn't represent the owner anymore. And if the Ganav denied it to the owner, and then the Adam came and said, you stole it, death by Kefal, right? But what happens if he was about to swear? He didn't actually swear yet. So he's not a liar yet. Uh, since he didn't swear, he's still considered a trusted, uh, trusted to the uh, to, a trustee of the owner. The owner trusts him. He's not believed anymore. That question he says stands. That's how Rav asked the question. That's how we learned Rav asked the question. Rav Tavyumi, apparently who didn't hear Rav's first answer, said, If he actually swore falsely, what would you say there? So he says that says take but we already said before that Rubba said if he swore falsely, he wouldn't be a trustee anymore. So apparently, uh, the way Tavim heard the question, he didn't understand the first part. Tavu Balam the Shomer. Again, let's say another similar case where a Balam, the owner, asked the Shomer, Where's my item that I gave you? Vishilim, and he paid. He didn't swear. He didn't swear, he just paid it right off the bat. Vukaraganov. And now they identified the Ganav. Tavu Balam, now the owner made the claim, but he was motored to the owner, the reverse. He was motored to the owner, but over here, when you paid for it right away, no, no, you didn't swear at all, right? You didn't swear. The owner asked the claim from him, and he says, he says, well, I didn't take it, but I'm not going to swear. I'm paying you up right away. And then the owner acted on behalf of the Shomer, who's actually, you know, who's, who's really, uh, he paid for it already. The owner made a claim from the Ganav that was now identified by Hoda, and he was Moda, 
And then the Shomer made a claim because Shomer's really like the owner now because he paid for it right away. But Kuffer, maybe in the broad Adam, Nifer Ganabodos, Balamalo. The question's like in reverse. Would the Ganab be putted from being careful because of the admission to the owner? Oh, lo. Me, I mean, do you say, Matsi, Omele, Shomer, Levam, Shomer, Katel, Levam, listen, Atun, Kishikli, Kishlu, dummy. You, what are you involved in here anymore? You asked me for the item. You gave me a shore. You asked me, where's the shore? I paid you right away. You're out of it. Right, you took your money. You are totally out. Of, you're out of the picture anymore. You you shouldn't. You have no claim. What are you making a claim for on my behalf? I don't care that he was moted to you. I. It's not yours anymore. Or we can tell him no. Just like what you did something for me. In other words, the owner could say, "Listen, you did me a favor because when I made a claim, you didn't. You didn't make any." Defense, you paid me right away. We also want to help you out. We want to go and uh, we want to go trouble ourselves and try to get the money back from the Ganav. Since you were such a nice guy and you paid me right away, you Shomer, uh, I figured I'll do you a favor too, right? We'll take ours, right? You take yours. And as we'll, we'll, you, we already got ours. You paid us for, our, for the animal. Now we'll get the money back for you. Take where this question stands. In other words, these complicated questions when when he paid them off and then you know they each made a claim against the Ghana. Yeah. Ghana would have to pay, that's the question. Would, would, would the Ghana have to pay Kathal or only pay for the item itself? In both cases, in all these cases, that's the question. Is there an obligation? The Ghana was moted to one person, one of the parties, and, and to the other party he denied it. And then Adam came and said that he stole it. So would the would the admission to the other party, either to the owner in this case or in the previous case of the Shomer, would that have an effect or not? So Rub in the first case said, well, it depends if the Shomer is still the trustee or not. But over here, there's no trustee anymore. The Shomer is done because he paid for the item right away. The owner said, where's my item? The Shomer paid him right away. Now, you know, now uh, then the, 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 the Ganif was identified and, and the, the Balam went to the uh, uh, to the owner, uh, to the Ganav, and said, you have the item, and he was Moda. Then when the Shomer came to the item, he came to the Ganav, the Ganav denied it. And the Adam came and said, he actually stole it. So if he stole it, it's not even talking about a Shvur on the part of the Ganav, because he actually stole it. And there's Adam that he stole it, he'd have to pay Kefo. Yes, but he could say, I already admitted to the owner who owned the item, I already admitted to him. That's the question, will you pay Kefo or not? Obviously, he's to pay back the item itself or the value of the item. But yeah. The unstated question here, Yes, it's the, the, the role of Bezdin, you know? When somebody comes and makes a shur, the shur has to be pro Bezdin. Okay? Right, what right, right, right. And it's not the owner, it's the showman. Now, shouldn't Bezdin say, well, wait, wait a minute, let's get all the parties here? Yeah. And, I mean, none of this is discussed. Yeah, it's not discussed because that's apparently it's not, it's not, it doesn't make any difference. That's the issue. Yeah. No, because it wouldn't make any difference. In other words, He's out of the picture. Like he he makes a claim this, but he still it still was really his item. So is when you paid it when you paid it off right away. So is the bottom out of the picture, and therefore it's like any other person in the street. Yeah. Can, yeah. No, no, I understand. I understand. So the yeah. has to be for Bezin. do they know the rules? Right, right. Why would why did the ambiguity? The supposed to be in the Bezin, but the Hodor doesn't necessarily have to be in front of the Bezin. Understand? So they could be out of Bezin. They finished the court. Now he was moda afterwards. Or they found the Ganav, you know, when they find when they when they found the Ganav and he was moted to this person. So does that mean he doesn't fake Hafo? Because it's not the Adam who brought him or not. And you're right that that the, it was in court in court, the, the original Shvur took place in court. 
but uh, and and when he has to swear um, when he, when they bring the Adam when the Adam come that's also brought in court eventually. But if he was motor to the Balam in between, would that absolve him from that? That's the question. You're right. It's not that it's not that the court we're not looking at the court. It's simply that it wouldn't make any difference. Itmar, Let's say he was forcibly stolen, meaning that's called an ones, a burglary or a robbery or playing robberies without force. A robbery is, you know, you took a right in front of the guy or you burgled it at night. But ones, if he was like what we call list of like, you know, uh, uh, let's call it armed robbery, right? Itmar, Ganav, and then they identified the Ganav. Now, a Shomer Kingdom is Potter on Gnevin a Shomer Sachar is Chayvan Gnevin Veda, but he's Potter on Onsen, on accidents or force of something was forced to be taken away. Here was forced to be taken away, and they found the Ganav. Amra if he's a Shomachinam, the Shomachinam has an option. Ratsa Osim as he did. He could either take him to court, he could either take the Ganav to court if he so chooses. Ratsa Nishba, or he could swear and say, listen, I'm out of it. I just, I, I wasn't negligent. It wasn't even stolen. It was, it was the armed robbery. So he has a choice. That's what <clears throat> the case of a Shomachinam. Im Shomer Sachar, Shomer Sachar, here's the Kiddush. A Shomer Sachar who's Chayvan, can even have everybody's Potter and Onsen, and this was Onsen, he has to take him to court. Even though that's the Chiddush. That's the Chiddush. That Osim Adin, Rashi points out a little below. Afagav the Potter Balistim Zoyin, even though Shomer Sachar is Potter, if it was if it was armed robbery against him. Since the Ganif is known now, and he won't be anything, he won't lose anything by taking him to court, uh, as he's a known Ganif. Therefore, he says the Shomer Sachar has an obligation to to deal with the the ganav, he's got to take him to court and re, and re, and recover the money or the you know the the item or whatever the value of the item. As of energy, he can't get off by swearing. Even though normally Shomer Sachar just has to swear that it was armed robbery and he's potter. Only a shoel is chayiv on onsen, but a Shomer Sachar is potter on on onsen. But over here, if the uh, if the uh, ganav was identified, says the Tanakam over here. Uh, says that the uh, Shomer Sacher has to deal with him. Rav Amar Echazeb Echazeb, even a Shomer Chinam, whether it's a Shomer Sacher or Shomer Chinam, also Medin Ve'nishba, once the, 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 the uh, Ganaf was identified, even a Shomer Chinam, who's Potter on Geneva, on simple Geneva, he only has to show that he wasn't uh, negligent, uh, even there, he has, to, he has to deal with the Ganaf since it's known. That's, his, that's their Chiddush. That's what um, uh, Abayah said, Abayah the Tanakhama said, uh, Shamachinim has a choice. He could just swear and tell the owner to deal with it. Uh, Shamachinim has to deal with the, he has to prosecute the uh, the Ghana. Rava says both of them have to prosecute them. So Rava is arguing not only with Abaya, but also with Rafuna Baraban. The Shalach Rafuna Baraban, Nignavavon, is the same case. It was stolen by armed robbery. And they, and they identified the Ghana. He has a choice. He either can swear and tell the owner to deal with him. But or, or he could prosecute him, prosecute the God himself. And Shomer Sacharu, Shomer Sacher, Osimotin, Veinanish, but he doesn't have a choice. He has to deal with the, he has to prosecute the God himself, which is really what Abayah said. So Chorava disagrees with Rafuna Barabin. Amel Chorava, That's different. That's a different case over there. That's where he originally swore, right? He originally swore, if he swore first that it was a stone from him, then he's got to deal with it. Had he, right, when he first swore, Rashi says, um, uh, before the Ganaf was identified, before the Ganaf was identified, 
he 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 swore already that uh, that that it was uh, armed robbery that it wasn't his fault before there was a gun affair. Then you could say that a shomachinam can uh, can has a choice of making a shvur dealing with him, and a shomachinam doesn't. But uh, this business about that he says that Rava says that a shomachinam has no choice; he must deal with him. That's where. Uh, he didn't swear that the, 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 the Ganif was identified before he swore. It says, says if he wants to make a deal with him, or he could swear it's mashma that he hasn't sworn yet. So he could stand on his original shvua and say, I'm not dealing with the Ganif. You deal with the Ganif. I swore already. But if he hadn't sworn yet, then uh, then he, had, he doesn't have an option. Uh, then Rabba says there's no option. He must deal with the Ghana. Rabba Zuti, Rabba, that was his name, Rabba Zuti, the younger one or the smaller one, Boyle, Boyle, he asked this question. Nick, here's an interesting one. Nick, the bonus. Let's say <clears throat> the Mafkid gave an item, gave a shore to a uh, Shomer to watch, and it was forcibly taken away from him. Nick, the bonus. <clears throat> it was armed robbery. The Hitzer Ghana of Shomer. The Ghana returned it. The Ghana returned it to the, to the uh, house of the Shomer. And now the Shomer was negligent. After it was returned to his negligent. Apparently, you have to understand that he knew it was returned to him. If he didn't know it was returned to him, he, it can't be it can't be Pshia, it was returned to Mao. Miriam, do you say keeping the Nigna since it was forcibly taken away from him? So he's done. I'm out, he's out of the picture. It was forcibly taken away from me. He calls him up, says, you know what? You gave me this item to watch. The uh the the armed robbers came and took it away. He's out of the picture now. Odilma keep it Hadra. Hadra, once he returned, did he return to Hadra? Once he returned to Hadra, so the Shemir is still the the um, the Shomer is still obligated to watch it, and the and the and the Shomer would be responsible for it since there was Pshia Shemachim Chayvi and Pshia. Take you with this question stands also. So these are interesting questions relating to Shomer. Hechem Pektoni says the Mishnah. Hmm? Pardon. General question. Let's say that someone goes to the base and they rule against him, okay, and so what was the, what was the case? Matter. Does the basin have the power to force the uh, the decision? Let's say, I mean, the old... Oh, to enforce them, like Hotsaw before. Yeah. Yeah, enforce, of course they do. They they have they have bailiffs. They have bailiffs. There's baileys and there's bailiffs. <laughs> He's a they have bailiffs. So yeah, they, they enforce them. But the guy that's what we call what we call modern Hebrew Hotsaw before. They had things there too. They could force them. You know, go go take it, take they could destroy it upon his property, you know, put a claim on a property, etc. etc. Sure, they could. So the Mafkid tells the Shomer, where's the Picard? And I gave you so much. It was lost. We have this mission many times before already. This is just really a repeat. We referred to this Mishnah. I make you swear. He says, Yeah, I swear. I swear that it was lost. Remember, when you say it was lost, there's no cake, right? Adam say that you stole it yourself. Ah, 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 ah. He didn't claim it was burgled. He claimed it was lost. And then the Adam came and said, you ate it yourself. You actually stole it because you ate it. Misham Karen, right? He only pays the Karen, right? He wasn't Moda. Hodami asked if he was Moda by himself. Misham Karen, pays that's Karen, right? If, if basically he said it was lost and he was lying, he actually took it himself. He's got to pay for it. That's all the Adam could do, make him pay for it. But he was Moda on his own. Then he pays the Karen and the Chomish and the Asham for lying. Okay. Hechem Pikdoni, and as again, the, it's interesting that the 25%, the 20%, and there's is only when you admit it, because it says, it's got to be motive, it's not motive. Let's say he, he, let's say it was a different case where he claimed it was burglary. 
Teichem Pekani says, where's my Pekodam? Amalo Nig never was burgled for me. Mashbiachah, you swear? I, I'm making you swear, but Amalo Nig, they said he was the one who stole it. Misham Tashlomi Kefal, that's Kefal, that's we've talked about before, that's Toin Tainas Ganev. And he swore to that effect in court. And uh, they found that he was like based capable. Hodame Asmo, let's say the Adam did what Mahayavim. He was mowed himself, even though he claimed that it was burgled, he was mowed himself. Okay. Now, like another mission, which really isn't related to that. Goes This person stole something from his father. And he swore that he didn't steal it. The father died. He wasn't moda before. After the father died, then he was moda. Okay, Mace. I raise him takes out the word Oshem. Rashi doesn't have the word Oshem over here. There's no Oshem over here. Okay, because the father, there's no Oshem. Um, but he pays the Karim Chomish. Now, Labarda, you know, as the Armish says the word Oshem there, but he takes it out. Who he pays to Labarda? Who's Labarda? The Pashpachat and Rashi, the Rashi tells us is that Labarda is the sons of his father, meaning those would be his brothers. Ola Echav, or if there were no other sons besides himself, we go to his bro- we go to the father's brothers. Okay, what do you mean, pays? What about his share? Father died now, part of it is his. Let's say he stole $100, uh, $100 from his father, right? And he had two brothers, right? So he, and the father died, he'd only have to pay $66, 66 and change, and the other 30 he can give himself. No, but it's not a proper hashava. Since he stole and he denied it, to make a proper return, he's got to return the whole thing to the brothers. And then maybe get a share from them afterwards. But he's got to return the whole thing. Emena wrote, so let's say he doesn't want to give the money. He doesn't want to give the whole amount because he needs the, the, the $33 himself. Oshainlo, he doesn't have the money. What he could do is pays the whole thing. Lova, he borrows $33, let's say, from somebody else. from They'll come and take it from the from the estate. They will go cut his share They go, go say, because he really owns it, but he's got to make restitution. Rashi points out, we can Rashi in the, in the wide lines. Avagat Mafia Rushka, even He's also entitled to a third of it, let's say. Even even though he's also entitled to, let's say, a third, but he's got to make a push-up. He can't even hold back. He can't say, I stole $100, yeah, but Pop is dead now, so I'm only going to give you guys the 66. I'm not going to pay my share. I'm going to keep my share. No, he's got to put the whole thing to make a proper Hashava. And let's say he doesn't have what to pay, or he's afraid uh, he's going to lose his share. So he could borrow his share from somebody else, right? And keep that, eat that, pay back what he stole, borrow it from the 30 themselves, and then to pay back the the the, balichol, the creditors will go after his his third from, from the estate. Uh, that's a similar case where we talked here where he doesn't have what to uh, he doesn't want to pay it out of his own assets. Homelibno, a man says to his son. Listen to this. He forbids him to have any pleasure for me. Sometimes there are family fights. It's rare. But there's sometimes family fights. And the father forbids the son to have any pleasure from him. No pleasure. Okay? He does it the proper, you know, shmua. It should be any pleasure you have for me. should be like a carbon. You can't have any enough for me. In mace, and then the father dies, you are shenu. Then the the shmua, the, the netter that he took, uh, has no effect. Why? Because after death, once you die, you don't own anything. Everything is so. Who so? If the son is having enough from the Yerusha, he's not having it from his father because he inherits it. He says you can't have any pleasure from the father. The father says you can't have any pleasure from me. 
But once he's dead, he's not getting pleasure from the father. He's getting pleasure from his own estate. Okay, let's say the son says, we had the same mission in the Dharam. That's really what the source is. Bahaivas Rabbi I just brought down because of the way this because how you pay it back. But it's really it's not the proper place isn't here in uh, in Baba Kham, it's in the Dharam where where the, the mission is over there. So he said, let's say Bahai Mos, let's say the father sells him, I don't want you to have any pleasure from my assets, both while I'm alive and after I'm dead. When he just said you can't have any pleasure from me, fine. But after he's dead, he's not having pleasure from the father. He's having pleasure from the estate, which, which belongs to him now. He said, Bahaivavumoso. In Mace, if the father dies, no, lo yurashenu. Now, what does it mean, lo yurashenu? It doesn't really mean he can't get the Yerusha, because the Yerusha is automatic in Torah, unless there's a will otherwise giving it away before death. He really does get it, really does get it. But Yahshu Lebanavov, what he has to do is, the Yerusha basically has to return to the other sons of his father or to the father's brothers, and then get it from that. The Emeinlo, again, the same idea, that's why it's brought down over here, obviously. Emeinlo, if the son, this son, who was uh, forsworn from having enough from his father, has no, no assets to pay it back. He, you know, so he needs the money himself of him, or he doesn't want to. Love again, he can borrow money. In other words, the idea here is that even though technically he gets the Yerusha, but the, he didn't want to have anything directly from this. In other words, what he's saying is the Yerusha technically really belongs to him because it's automatic, right? Guy dies. He left over sons. The sons get it automatically. But he, but he has a mitzvah to listen to his father. His father said, "I don't want you to have any pleasure even after I die." So he can't take the Yerusha directly. Can't take the Yerusha directly because that's he didn't steal anything over here. He just said, "He says you can't have any enough from my my Yerusha." So he can't have Yerusha directly. But he wants to get some of the money, so he needs money. So what should he do? He's got to uh, and if there was any money there, it should go to the other children, to the other to the other heirs. Let's call that. But if he needs money, the main low, he could borrow money. He could borrow money and tell the creditors collect it from the Yerusha that that he is entitled to, to go to the lawyers, get it from the estate. Meaning he's not getting the, the, so he's not taking the money directly. The, the father said you can't have any enough from my my money before before I'm alive or after death. Here he's not getting it directly from the father, but he's just saying that he'll, he'll, his creditors, you guys go collect it from the estate. So since he's not taking it directly from them, he's absolved. He's he's okay. It's, it's, like, a will. it's like a verbal will, right? Right, right. Well, uh, again, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do. He, if he, if his father would have said. Right before I die, I'm giving it all to the to the to the charity fund. You're right, and he wouldn't then he wouldn't be his at all. But the point is that Yerusha is effective that he really owns it, but he can't have any enough from it. He's so seasoned. He can tell his creditors, "You go collect my share there." He can't take it directly. But you're right because Yerusha takes an effect. The way wills work halachically, whether you write it halachically or not, the understanding is is that. You meant to give it away. You went to the The way wills work is that you're giving it away basically before you die. That's why. That's how the wills work. Even you know, it's, it's proper today to have a write, write it exactly the way the lotion should be. That before I die, it should go to the wife or the kids or to somebody else. You want to split evenly. If you don't want the rules of the Torah, which give everything to the sons and uh, give a before his share, double share, and all that, you don't want that to be effective. You write a will. Even if you didn't write a lachily, the Mepharshim say, the rabbi say, that you meant to do it that way, and that's good enough if there is a will. But if there's no will, it's a problem. I can't tell you how many people die without a will, and there's other issues that get involved there. The usual issue comes up is that 
it doesn't the, the laws in, in this country and also in many states in America is that uh, doesn't go to the kids. It goes it's split between fifty percent to the uh, to the spouse if there's a spouse and fifty percent to all the other heirs. And and cases are never solved because they can't find all the heirs. It's very very complicated. Not good. First it goes into probate and we spend months. Right, that's what we've been going through. Which I, yeah. I didn't tell you, Rumi. I don't know if you're, you know, your mother's entitled. I don't know. If I know. We I sent an email to the lawyer. We'll talk. We'll see what happens. Okay. Oh, you did good. Good. Okay. Yeah. Because, because you want to hear an interesting probate, story? Probate was done for. There's a guy here named Wiesel. He wanted to buy the And I, I assume the goddess fells are doing the same thing, right? Well, we I have to speak to Sharon. She has to get a pro. She has to get a postil. It's not so promising in New York, but we'll do it. Uh, there's a guy who wanted to buy the apartment. No, I, I think. Was wasn't probate done for Hana for your grandmother? Yes, Hannah? so it's for by Neferelli. Huh? Oh no, that's no. as far as your shares, but as far as your mother, I'm talking about my mother's fine. Uh, it's my father's problem. But your mother right, oh, for your mother, for your mother, she's We're fine. she just has to give her bank account. That's it. So I have to tell them if I have to find right. out what for your father's share, you'd have to do the pastille both for your father and, and for, for Ellie. Ellie. And yeah. and do probate here in Israel for both of them. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to pay for you guys. No, no. It's not going to pay. But for your mother, all she has to do is give her back. I sent the guy thing, and I just have to figure okay. out how to send it in. That's all. We'll talk. Good, good. I would appreciate if you would forward me what you sent him. So, because I just sent it. a question. Give me a, just send, send me a secure way to send you the information. I have no idea. I don't want to send him a text. You know, it's just banking send, send him an email. That's fine. The banking information and email. I don't send banking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Nobody, nobody can take your money. Don't worry. No problem <laughs> okay. with that. You can I'll send, send it. I'll just send him. That's it. Very good. No problem. Send, send and, and, and give me a copy. Whatever you email him. No. Have problem. a good day. Have a good. Thanks a lot. Beautiful.